Welcome. We are so glad you've joined us today. Are you ready for another Bayside Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it. It's so good to connect with you again today. And uh, I want to encourage you today. I've got a message that I'm sure will really impact your heart. And I want to talk about never giving up. And the word perseverance, which is not a commonly used word, but it, boy, it's so needed in this day and hour where so many of our dreams and things have been uh, squashed or put on hold. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. So God is calling us to run the race of our life, not someone else's race, but your race. And even though there's been so many upsets and challenges and plans put on hold and and goals that we haven't been able to uh, achieve, God has been doing other amazing things in our lives of sifting our hearts and giving us other things to break through and achieve. Let's look at that word perseverance. What's it mean? Persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. It's so easy to give up when there's uh, opposition or difficulty or delays. We think, oh, it's just not worth pursuing that goal or finishing that course or, or believing for that breakthrough. Perseverance is not giving up. It is persistence and tenacity. The effort required to do something and keep doing it till the end, even if it's hard. And in today's instant world, we want things to happen quickly. And God's calling us that a quality we need is to persist, to have perseverance in our hearts and our lives. Perseverance originally comes from the Latin perseverantia, which means to abide by something strictly. Perseverance is persistence in sticking to a plan. It is continuing in a course of action without regard to discouragement, opposition or previous failure. That is powerful because if you failed at something and you get a bit of opposition or head when you think, oh, maybe it's too hard or you get discouraged by what other people say, or the timeline keeps getting put out. God says, hey, come on, I've called you to persevere in the dream, the vision, the prophetic word I have for you for our church and for your life and for our ministry. It's the act of persevering, continued, patient effort. The Passion Version of the Scripture says, As for us, we have all of these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. This is referring to uh, maybe people that have passed on, saints that are in heaven praying for us and people that are supporting us. So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we so easily fall into. Wow. Wounds can come by people from uh, situations, from the lies of the enemy. And sin we just so easily um, get entangled in. Then we'll be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination for the path has been already marked out before us. So even though this year's been a lot of unplanned things happening, God still has a plan and a path for you. I want to encourage you not to lose focus, saying, God, show me the adjusted plan, your purpose. Lord, help us to follow. We talked a few weeks ago about following the steps of the Lord and he orders our steps. And we plan our path, but God determines our steps. I want to encourage you, do it with passion and determination, not with a, well, we'll just make it through to the end of the year. Let's, let's make these next few months full of purpose. And we're praying that the restrictions will start to lift. But hey, we can passionately worship Jesus. We can passionately pray. We can love one another. We can let God sift our lives during this time and simplify our, our purposes and our processes. 
Let's run your race and not compare yourselves and try to live someone else's life. That is a recipe for frustration and disappointment. God says, hey, know your plan, your purpose. And you say, well, I'm not sure. Things are changing. The Holy Spirit wants to show you more clearly. 1 Corinthians 13, 7 says, Love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. So when you love your family, you love your spouse, you love your friends, you love your neighbors, it says it will persevere and not give up. The Amplified says, Love bears all things regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best in each one, hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times, endures all things without weakening. That's perseverance, where you don't get weakened and discouraged. And we all face those days where we just don't know how to handle it, when pain comes, when disappointment, when those wounds come. But God says, come on, I'm going to help you to have courage to endure all things without weakening. Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy, a young pastor in 1 Timothy 4.16 says, Watch your life and doctrine closely, persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. If you're a Christian, God says, come on, persevere in the doctrine, your lifestyle, so that you will save yourself and your hearers. The scripture says, he that endures to the end will be saved. And some people, sadly, are pulling back at this time. But God says, come on, let's, let's stand up and let's be true followers of Jesus. And let's not pull back, but step up. The Passion Version says, Give careful attention to your spiritual life and every cherished truth you teach, for living what you preach will then release even more abundant life inside you and to all those who listen to you. There's a reminder from the Apostle Paul. Let's know the truth and let's live what we say because it's going to bless you and bless those around us. In Hebrews, we see a couple of verses that inspire us with perseverance. Verse 10, verse 20, 36 says, You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what He has promised. God loves to reward us. He's a loving Father. He doesn't play games with our lives or our emotions or our minds. He doesn't tease us. He promises and He will fulfill and reward. And many of you have discovered that. I want to say when we come through the end of this year, many of you are going to look back and see the rewards of faithfully trusting God and not pulling back but believing for breakthrough. Hebrews 11.27, it says, By faith he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw him who is invisible. Who's this? Moses. God used him to take the people out of Egypt towards the promised land. Why? Because he had an encounter with the true and living God in the burning bush. And the fire of God came and says, I am who I am has touched you and I'm going to lead you. Each one of us need encounters with the true and living God, a burning bush experience that will draw us to yourself. And I believe today there's some watching this, that you're going through a season of change or challenge. Seek God with all of your heart. Believe for an encounter that will give you a purpose for your life. And then you will run because Moses kept going for 40 years because he'd, had, he'd seen the one who was invisible to the natural eyes, but he had an encounter with the true and living God. The book of James gives us some very powerful verses. James 1, 3 and 4 says, Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. The indication is here, if we give up too easily, 
that we don't fulfill that maturing process in our lives. We won't accomplish or see the reward. And I believe today this message is going to stir some people that you may be thinking of giving up. Hopefully not on your faith, but giving up on a dream or a vision or giving up on a relationship when God says, come on, persevere, don't let it go unless God has clearly said that season is over. If he has, then move on. But we have got to persevere so that we'll become mature and complete. The Passion says, For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up power within you to endure all things. Wow, when you're tested, it can stir you up to rise up and take a hold of God, or it can cause you to give up and say, This is too hard. And then as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection into every part of your being until there's nothing missing and nothing lacking. I used to do a lot of athletics and sport when I was younger. And sometimes you'd be out there training, your lungs would be bursting. The coach was saying, come on, just another, uh, another 10 reps or another 100 meters, go. And you'd be thinking, no, I can't do it. But endurance would come as you persevered. I love cross-country running and uh, for four or five or six kilometers. And those last couple of kilometers, you just have to endure and see the finish line ahead. And many would slow down or stop. But if you kept going, you would win the prize. James 1.12 says, Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Wow, what a beautiful reward and promise, the crown of life. The passion, it says it even better. If your faith remains strong, even while surrounded by life's difficulties, well, we don't have to look too far to, to see the difficulties around us, you will continue to experience the untold blessings of God. Hey, the sun's still shining above the clouds. There are many blessings through this season of intimacy with God, of deeper relationships, of intentionally caring and finding a fresh pathway. True happiness comes as you pass the test with faith and receive the victorious crown of life promised to every lover of God. Wow, what beautiful promises that is. Revelation 2.3 says, You have persevered and have endured hardships for my name and have not grown weary. When there's pressure, you can get weary in mind, emotions, body. But today I want to stir your heart. There's so many promises. By the Holy Spirit, you can have fresh energy, fresh creativity flowing. And weariness does not have to rob you so that you just go through the motions out of duty and mundaneness. But hey, God's calling us to persevere. Romans 5.3 says, We know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. Some of you have heard of Colonel Sanders, the guy who uh, created the founder of KFC. I read his story and I was amazed at how he persevered. Sanders was born in 1890 in Henryville, Indiana. His father died when he was six years old, leaving Sanders to help take care of his siblings. He dropped out of school and left home to work on a farm. At 16, he faked his age and enlisted in the United States Army. He was honorably discharged a year later and started working as manual labor at the railroads. His temperament got the best of him when he lost his job due to fights with other colleagues and workers. He also tried to study law, but his career was ruined by the constant fights he was getting into. Sounds like a bit of a larrikin, eh? Eventually, Sanders was forced to move back with his mother. He found another job selling life insurance, but was soon let go over insubordination. He founded a ferry boat company that didn't catch on. He also tried to uh, uh, cash that company to start the lamp manufacturing company. Unfortunately, 
he was overtaken by a competitor selling a better version of his lamp. It wasn't until he turned 40 that he first started selling chicken at the gas station. His business turned to a violent brawl with a competitor and ended up in a deadly shootout. Years later, Sanders brought a motel which burned to the ground along with his restaurant. This guy persevered. He was determined to succeed and he bought another motel, but he was forced to close it in the midst of Second World War. After the war, Sanders tried to establish his fried chicken recipe on the market. He said, I was 66 years old. I still had to make a living. I looked at my social security check of $105 and decided to use that to try and franchise my chicken. Colonel Sanders said, he was rejected 1,009 times before anyone took a second look at his Kentucky Fried Chicken recipe. He pursued his dream to franchise Kentucky Fried Chicken across the country. It took him years of failures and misfortunes to build his KFC brand, but eventually he hit the jackpot. Eventually Sanders sold his business for $2 million and retired. He lived to see his restaurants become a global success. In 2013, there were estimated 18,000 KFC locations in 118 countries. And I also read a story years ago how when he was an old man and very wealthy, but still not fulfilled in his life, a young person saw him outside of a church, invited him in, and he came in and gave his heart to Jesus. So he finished his life as a follower of Jesus. But how's that for perseverance? And that's a brief summary of his life. Psalm 16 verse 8 says, If we follow God, we will not be distracted by life's smaller temptations and problems. With the Lord as our God, we can persevere through all things. There's several examples in the Bible. I just want to look at a couple of those before we wrap up today of perseverance. And the first one we think about is Job. The most popular story of perseverance that comes to mind in the epic story of Job, his example is one of extreme pain and sorrow. Yet through it all, Job stayed true to God and his faith. If you've never read the book of Job, I encourage you to read it right through. There's some chapters in there um, that are challenging, but go right through to the last chapters and you'll see God's blessing. James 5.11 says, As you know, we count it as blessed those who have persevered. You have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen what the Lord finally brought about. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. So people still talk about Job. He was a faithful man, blameless and upright. He served God and was a diligent follower of God. Satan wanted to try to prove a point to God that he could break man's will. So he asked if he could torture and pressure Job and God allowed it. The only restriction God placed on Satan was that he could not take Job's life. In the course of one day, Job was told by different servants that all his belongings and possessions, livestock and ten children had been killed or destroyed by natural disasters or thieves. Why, that's one bad day. And that's what he faced. Despite all of this, Job still praised God even in his sorrow. Next, Job was afflicted with terrible skin sores, and yet he persevered and praised God. In his grieving and illness, Job's friends came and sat with him. Despite the terrible advice they offered him, Job still praised God. But soon his praises turned to questions, bitterness, and anger. Job questioned how a just God could allow such horrible things to happen, even to a faithful servant. God eventually intervened and implored Job to be brave. Realizing the power of God and overcome by it, Job recognized God's true character and accepted his own faults and constraints as a human. Job also intervened for his friends and God had mercy on them despite their horrible advice. He prayed for and interceded for them and God forgave them. God then had mercy on Job and restored his health and all his possessions. 
granting him twice as much as he had previously, more children and a long, prosperous life. Some Bible commentators say that whole process took maybe nine months or a year. We don't know exactly. But boy, what a test of endurance and perseverance. He could have given up totally any time along the way. Job's story is the ultimate test of faith and example of perseverance in the Bible. Even in the darkest times, through death and turmoil, questions of faith and God, Job was faithful and trusted God's plan. Wow. What about Jeremiah? He was a prophet. He was blessed by God and tasked with preaching God's word to his people. He's an example of perseverance by continually preaching and teaching God's word despite all that was done to him. His faithfulness to share God's revelations to an unfaithful nation is our ultimate example to persevere in preaching, teaching and sharing the gospel. They just treated him so badly, but he was faithful to God. We must always endure to share the good news of Jesus with our lost world. Jeremiah faced threats, prison and much more to share his faith and God's will. The question is, will we be faithful to keep sharing in these challenging times? Sometimes we forget how good we have it, especially in a country where we're ultimately free to, to say what we want. We have the choice to proclaim and share Jesus' gospel to anyone we want, but sometimes we just don't do it. We forget that there are Christians around the world who don't have that same freedom, who gather in homes and basements to worship and share. They whisper and proclaim God's worth, the risk of imprisonment and sometimes even death. Yet sometimes we're too afraid to walk across the street and share Jesus' love or hope with a neighbor or someone at the shops and invite them to church. We must be diligent to share the gospel when God asks us. Jeremiah is a perfect example of this kind of perseverance in the Bible and we should follow his example, proclaiming Christ to those who would hear. Just a couple more to wrap it up. What about the Apostle Paul? He's the ultimate example in the New Testament of perseverance. No one has a better conversion story, going from killing Christians to becoming one and then his name becoming Paul the Apostle. Yet after his conversion, he became so on fire for the Lord that he faced many trials and persecution. No one details this better than Paul himself. And in 2 Corinthians 11, 23 to 33, he lists some of the trials he faced. He was imprisoned repeatedly, flogged, exposed to death again and again, received 39 lashes five times, beaten with rods three times, pelted with stones, shipwrecked three times, just to name a few. And the list goes on and on. And he says... In 1, 2 Corinthians 11.30, If I must boast, I will boast of things that show my weakness. Paul embodies what it means to persevere in the faith. His letters in the New Testament tell his story and are a crucial example of perseverance in the Bible we must follow. You look at some of these guys and say, well, I've never faced anything like that. But the principles are the same, that sometimes a challenging relationship in a home, opposition and, and resentment and jealousy and unforgiveness, and it can just rob our souls. And God's saying, hey, come on, persevere. Don't give up. Let's keep believing. One more, the persistent widow. Jesus tells a story in Luke 18, verse 1 to 8. It's a perfect example of perseverance of the Bible we can follow. It details how a widow goes before a judge who doesn't fear God or man. She pleads with the judge who doesn't fear and, and pleads that a right be done where the wrong has happened to her. She continually pleads with him to do so. After a while, he caved, and even though he didn't fear God or men, he avenged her wrongdoing. She essentially wore him down by persistence. The parable goes on to highlight how God will avenge his children, his believers, even more swiftly than an earthly judge. When we continue to cry out to God, he hears us. This is a story to show us that persistently pleading with God, talking with him, praying and persevering in faith will reap his rewards. He hears our prayers and listens to his children. Take heart, brothers and sisters. God hears us. 
This example of perseverance by a widow is told to show us that whatever our problems are, even if we think they're too little or too big, should be lifted up to God daily. He wants to hear from us. So we should bring them to a God who is mighty enough to solve them. And just to wrap it up today, I want to come back and see that Jesus himself is the ultimate display of perseverance until death. He was born, lived a sinless life, and taught us how to live by his example. He persevered through agony on the cross, gave his life for a sinner like you and me, offered the most perfect example of endurance as he finished the race of life perfectly. Jesus Christ is the ultimate example of perseverance in the Bible. I want to wrap it up with that verse I started, Hebrews 12, 1 to 3 in the Amplified. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us, let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us, looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of faith, the first incentive for our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity, who for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross, disregarding the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work. Just consider and meditate on him who endured from sinners such bitter hostility against himself, Consider it all in comparison with your trials so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Wow. So today we've looked at persistence, perseverance, and I pray that this will encourage you to persevere. Don't give up. Don't pull back. Don't shrink back. Don't let weariness or sickness or pain or blockages to your dreams being fulfilled hold you back. Seek God with all of your heart. Let's learn some of those lessons from Colonel Sanders, 1,009 knockbacks. Mate, most of us would have given up after the second or third or the 10th or the 20th, but he never gave up. And whether you like Kentucky Fried Special Chicken or not, the principle is he never gave up. And look at the reward. And uh, the Apostle Paul and, uh, and Jesus we see. So I believe God's teaching us to be more resilient because in life we need to learn to be resilient. Young people are taught this in schools. We need to learn resilience, perseverance, endurance, and persevere through life. Don't give up. Never give up. God's never going to let you down, so let's not give up. I want to encourage you. Maybe you've been discouraged or disappointed. Why don't you reach up to heaven right now? I want to pray a prayer of blessing over you. Maybe you don't know this amazing Jesus in a personal way, or you've drifted from him. I believe God's reaching out right now by his Holy Spirit. Reach your hand and says, come on. Step up, stand up and come back to this amazing Jesus. Receive his hope and forgiveness and let him put courage and endurance in your soul. It's an attitude, it's a choice, it's a decision that we make and it's then a daily choice to follow that through. So whatever you're facing in your life, maybe there's been long-term pain or sickness, disappointment, Maybe there's been the goal just keeps getting moved further away, saying, will I ever finish that course? Will I ever get into that career? That ministry that I once started with great passion, it's sort of drifted away, but God says, come on, let's step up and persevere. I want to pray for you right now as you reach out. Father, I thank you that you sent Jesus to be our Savior, and, and Jesus persevered through this life, through opposition, through hardship, 
through betrayals, through so many things. And he died on the cross and rose again for each one of us. I pray today for each one listening to my voice today, Lord, that whatever their situation, you would encourage them to persevere. Lord, to endure, to be persistent, to not give up following you and your plan and your purpose, believing your promises for their business, oh God, that you would give them creative ideas to see it flourish and expand. Their relationships will come into right order. Lord, their walk with you will be more meaningful and intimate and purposeful and powerful. And Lord, help us to share this good news of hope and love, this message of perseverance with other people around us. We pray that now in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us. The Bayside Christian Church community aims to transform our city and beyond with the life and power of Jesus Christ. If you want to know more or just keep in touch, check us out at www.baysidechristianchurch.com.au or follow us on our social media sites at Bayside Christian Church.